Welcome back, everyone, to Four Winds in June. We are so hyped for you as we get ready for the All-Star Weekend in Indianapolis. Yes, sir. The players have waited a long time for this break. We even waited a long time for All-Star Weekend to see the stars show up and have a good game. Uh, I don't think you can top last year watching Tatum and Brown duel it out. I know I'm a little biased, but hopefully it'll be better than that. Yeah, that that <laughs> little battle was pretty good, I have to admit, for Celtics fans, of course. But there's exciting things. They're returning to the classic format, the West versus the East, which both of us aren't really big fans of because we like the draft, and I think it makes it a little more exciting. The draft is hilarious. I love the draft. Yeah. They got all the other intros and concert beforehand. Just make it the draft like schoolyard and, and check ball. Yeah, exactly. Like that's all you need to do. Yeah. But I also understand, like, they want the players to play harder. And part of that, like, Chris Paul brought the argument of make it more of like a regular game. So, yeah. you know, people are distracted. But I don't know. I like the classic. It's just pickup. It's like yeah. that's what er- all the fans do, right? We mm-hmm. when we play, we just show up and yeah. we shoot for teams or pick our teams. Like that's how. Dude, it if is. they did shoot for teams, that'd be crazy. That yeah, that's you see them shooting free idea. throws. <laughs> yeah, three pointers or something. But <laughs> anyway, uh, lots of new things. We ta- already talked about how they're they have the NBA court at the airport, but yeah. also this uh, NBA All Star Game is going to have like a. A glass LED court. Yeah, that looks it's sick. for all the events except for the All Star Game. Okay. The game itself is going to be on the regular hardwood, but everything else is going to have the LED court, which is kind of sick. This is going to like display stats and like player movement and just other things like that. And so uh, it's going to be hilarious to see one uh, like Malik Beasley chucking up bricks to the three point contest, and then you're going to see bricks flying around the court. Yeah, so that's going to be a good time. A little distracting too. But, yeah. Uh, that's, uh, you know, just adds to the competition. Yeah, it's a good f- fan viewing experience, too. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, so but, it should be good. But we'll get back to that later. Uh, we first want to go through the the uh, trade deadline, right? Yeah, some new faces, new places. It was, I'll be honest, kind of an underwhelming trade deadline. Uh, we don't have many big names to talk about, but there are some significant trades that could reshape the format of the league right now. Um, so the first one we want to talk about is the Sixers. Although Joel Embiid is going to miss a significant period of time. We're not sure if he's ever actually going to come back or not. Um, but they traded for Buddy Heald. And they got him for the cheap. They got him for like Forkan Korkmaz and two second round picks. So really good deal, I feel like, for the Sixers. Like uh, Really good fit alongside Joel Embiid. If you have a player like Joel Embiid, you need shooters. So you went out there and got one of the best shooters in the league for cheap. Yeah. I think that's a good pickup. I think the the Sixers also got Kyle Lowry, right? Yeah, via buyout. Yeah, so they got those two pickups. I don't know if that's going to help them this season. Yeah. Looks like they're, like, preparing for next season already, like with Joel Embiid. But, uh, oh, Buddy Heald's a free agent. Yeah. So it'll be they interesting. They might just be able to, like, re-sign him. I yeah. don't know. But anyway, Sixers, not really hopeful for their – it was a good trade. If Drew and B comes back and he's healthy, great yeah. trade. If not, it was okay. Yeah. Like just doing something. Like you made your roster better. Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, the next one was the Mavericks, and we talked about this during the off season. How Grant Williams left the Celtics. Uh, he bet on himself and didn't really <laughs> pull through. But uh, the Mavericks got him, and. He wasn't really the best fit for them. They said that he wasn't, like, in shape 
and he didn't really he have rubbed team, people the wrong team, way. Team chemistry, yeah. Which one of the ways that he rubbed people the wrong way was apparently he was he switched from wearing Luca's shoes to Tatum's. So apparently that pissed people off. <clears throat> Luca, <laughs> those shoes, man. Like, yeah, which I I definitely understand. Having cheered for Grant for many years, I can understand where he pisses people off. He pissed off a lot of Celtics fans during his time there. There is the cult following, which I was part of, which because I love Grant, um, forever thankful for Game Seven against the Bucks. Shout out Jacob. Um, but it's just he is that kind of personality where you either love him or you hate him. And unfortunately for Grant, a lot of people in the Dallas organization hated him rather than love him. Yeah. And he got sent to the NBA Abyss. The Charlotte Hornets. So. Where he's 3-0. Oh, 3-0 in the Grant Williams era. Hey, maybe he could be the missing piece. <laughs> Definitely not. But he's taking Brandon. shots at Luka and the Dallas Mavericks along the way and having a good time. I so. think it's Brandon Miller there. But uh, anyway, another one. We'll get to the Raptors because oh, this one's not? the weirdest. I did not understand this trade at all. <laughs> the Raptors get Kelly Olynyk because they're they really needed a, this last piece to. Push it's the same for the thing. Like, it's the same exact trade they did last year where they got Yaka Pertle. Like, oh yeah. Why do you need another Yaka Pertle? You already have Yaka Pertle. Like, what's the point? And you just sold your best players. OG and Pascal aren't there anymore. Why are you buying? Yeah, and just, why are the Jazz selling it for cheap? Like it, it makes no sense on either side. Like I saw that trade, and I was like, "Is this like the Woj like fake account? Like the like what what's going on?" Yeah, it's even like the the money doesn't even make any sense because no, like they're just exchanging so money. Yeah, it's like like why would the Jazz want Otto Porter? Yeah, like Otto Porter is a good player, yeah. but like he's not going to help the Jazz. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. He has a ring. He could. <laughs> he does have a ring. He could help them. Uh, this one, I actually really like this one. The Suns get Royce O'Neal. This one was and a really good one. I don't know how they got him, but they did. And he's a great player. Like, you think of the Suns now. That was their problem is the depth, right? You had all your pieces, all your eggs in one basket with Kevin Durant, Bradley Beal, and Devin Booker. And you're like, who's in this step up? And surprisingly, they've found some pieces. Like, Okogi, he's a good hustle player. Grayson Allen, like, he's decent. Mm-hmm. You have um, Nurkic. Like, they got Nurkic. They got Eubanks. Now they're, like, playing bull bull. Yeah. Like, their their bench is starting to come alive. Yeah, like, they the got some good cast. value there. Uh, the only problem is they did have to give up a first-round pick swap in 2026 and three second-round picks. Um, so they did have to pay a good amount to get Royce O'Neal. Um, so their draft pick assets are already limited. Now it's even more limited. I'm not even sure what picks they have left. Yeah. Um, but one part of this trade I want to mention is David Roddy that they got back from the Grizzlies. He's a young player who I obviously haven't watched much of Grizzlies since Marcus Smart got hurt and everyone else on the roster is hurt. But when they played the Celtics, David Roddy was hitting some clutch shots. Like, don't sleep on David Roddy. He can get some buckets for the Suns. Yeah, I've seen him, too, play against the Warriors, and he can he can light it up a little bit. So mm-hmm. that's a good pickup for them. You know, they're doubling down. They know that this is their time, like their chance. They already went all in, so double down, go yeah. all in some more. You know, if it doesn't happen, then you can always trade the big stars and rebuild. KD will always get you three or four first-round picks. Yeah. Like, you're fine. Um, we'll flip it back to the East again. The Bucks, they got the NBA 
team. The what dog. The tour of the tour of the NBA. Yeah, he's going on. Pat Beverly he might play by <laughs> play for every NBA team by the time it's all said and done for him. My favorite Pat Bev quote is: uh, "It was like right after he signed with the Sixers, he goes, your favorite player wants me on his team.'" And I'm like, "Yeah, I guess." But then, like, why do you keep getting traded? Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, that you're not that valuable. But credit Pat Bev, he is a difference maker. He is. Uh, impacting winning wherever he goes. So even like the Chicago Bulls last year, he went there. They were awful. He went there and he installed a winning uh, like agenda in the team, and it worked out. They went made it to the plan, and they were three minutes away from beating the Heat yeah. and making it to the playoffs. So all credit Pat Bev. Great gift for the Bucks or cheap. I don't really understand why the Sixers sold him unless they were like, oh, Kyle Lowry's better, which. Yeah, who knows? It's a debate yeah. for another day. Yeah, depends what you want. You want the dog or you want the thicky? Yeah. So, and <laughs> um, good trade for the Bucks. So I think like they needed some some defense. Yeah. At the guard spot. And yeah, speaking of the Bucks, least, they got my boy uh, Gallinari too. Yeah. Um, yeah. kind of pissed about that. I wanted Gal back. He was a great, as Danon said, cheerleader for the Celtics last year. Um, but he was good vibes. He's a good person. Wishing nothing but the best, but kind of pissy. Picked the wrong shade of green in the East. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, I, and then let's let's finish off with probably the best trade. Oh yeah, the biggest far. trade. Uh, the Knicks getting Bogdanovich and Alec Burks for Evan Fournier, My- Malachi Flynn, Quentin Grimes, Ryan Archie, Nidak, you know, two second round picks in cash. Sounds like a lot of nothing. Literally nothing. Like, Quinn and Grimes is the only, like, real NBA player there. Yeah. Like, Ryan Archie Diacono was just there because the Villanova boys were in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, Malachi Flynn was just an, a throw-in in the OG on an OB trade. Evan Fournier, what they were praying to unload. So, like, really, you just traded Bogdan Bogdanovich and Alec Burks for Quinn and Grimes and two second-round right. picks. Yeah, exactly. You were getting offered two first-round picks last year. Yeah. For Boyan Bogdanovich. And they were like, Bogdanovich is a main piece of our future. Like, what bull crap? Come on. Either the the Pistons have to be, like, on drugs or, like, the Knicks just, like, have blackmailing them. Like, that's the only option. Yeah, yeah. There, this trade makes no sense. <laughs> there's no sense for the Pistons. It makes a ton of sense for the, oh, the Knicks. Oh, great trade for the Knicks. Their Maybe, bench is just stacked now. <laughs> Maybe they like at Donald Trump, the art of the deal, you know. Yeah, I like, guess. Uh, consult them. But. But <laughs> am I, like, afraid of the Knicks now? Like, we can get into that in our next yeah. segment, but a short answer, no. I'm not. No. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's kind of the, the big trades. Of course, there's a lot of other small ones, like the Warriors – Small move. They got rid of the Corey Joseph. Yeah. They paid him to run around a little bit. Cheer, yeah, cheerleader uh, Corey, too. The Bucks Corey. finally ended some nepotism and shipped Robin Lopez off to the Kings for nothing. Yeah. Um, so some other trades. I had Celtics odd Xavier Tillman and Jaden Springer. Um, so some small trades, but not really worth bringing up. Yeah. But let's go into kind of where we are at the NBA season. We're at the All-Star break. Uh, let's look at the standings right now. Are there any surprises for you? Like, let's go through some like contenders and pretenders. Um, I think the biggest surprise out east is the Bucks. Obviously, 
They're three and seven in the Doc Rivers era, and they slipped to third in the East. They're eight and a half games back of the Celtics. There's two and a half games back of the Cavs. So the Cavs being second by a wide margin is kind of surprising to me. Yeah, I think I'm with you there too. I think the Cavs are a surprising team out there. I also think the Knicks, like if you told me at the beginning of the season they'd be where they're at, 33-22 and 22, yeah. at the All-Star break, I would have said uh, no. I would have yeah. said, you know, probably probably I'd put the, the Cavs there. But both of those teams, surprising yeah. in the East. Very surprising. Uh, the Pacers had a red-hot start, but they're kind of cooling off now. They're sixth in the East, alongside with the Miami Heat and Magic, who are kind of just lurking in that play-in. But, like, those are two teams, like, no one wants to play in the playoffs. Those mm-hmm. will be hard first-round outs. So um, yeah. there are some teams lurking down there that kind of terrifying. Yeah. I also want to highlight the Magic. I think they're interesting how they're the top eight. Like, if you said that at the beginning of the season, you probably were like, uh, maybe not. But, I would have said it. I mean, they're a young team. So just watch out for them in the future. That's all I'm saying. Dana is a big Franz Wagner fan, so oh yeah, that's why he's saying it. And then uh, I have to highlight the Wizards down there at the bottom because everyone over the offseason thought hey. when they got Jordan Poole, he would average 30 a game. He would be the most improved player or six-man. Like, I don't know what they said. Not six-man, but, like, yeah, like they would be an all-star. Yeah. I mean, that's usually what happens when you get increase in, like, usage usually, and touches. Usually, you would think. But Jordan Poole just—he just wants to hoop. So he, he sold his soul for twenty twenty two. Like it's over. It's wraps. So I do. But hey, shout out the Wizards. They're only one game up on the Pistons. That's true. <laughs> they could fall to the bo- bottom of the league. Best <laughs> odds are number one, even though the top three are all the same. But they better hey, watch out. Pistons are coming. Hey. The Pistons had a win streak there last week. They won two in a row. That's true. The Pistons are on fire. They might not be the worst team. I got to give a shout out to this Instagram page I saw. It was betting one cent for every follower on the Detroit Detroit Pistons money line. Oh, no. And, like, those two wins they got, like, they made bank. Like, I think they're plus, like, multiple grand right now. Wow. So, like, it it started as a meme, but the Pistons saw that and said, all right, let's cook. Miracles do happen. (laughs) Dang. Um, So, yeah, I think those are the only surprises. Um, in the East, at least. Let's look at the West. I think this is where you have a lot more surprises. Yep. Um, I don't think you would have said at the beginning of the season that the Timberwolves and the Thunder would be the one and two seeds. Yeah. But that's just me. Um, and then you have the Nuggets at fourth. Like, for the Nuggets, they're just – they kind of have a, the Warriors mindset of the past of how – yeah. Just make the playoffs. hangover. Yeah. Like, you know, like, no one can touch us. Yeah. Just make the playoffs. But one thing that's interesting with the West is, like, you know, like the Phil Jackson rule, like the 40-20. Mm-hmm. So, like, you want to get 40 wins before you have 20 losses. Mm-hmm. Um, so, right now in the East, the Celtics have already done it. Um, but the Cavs are need to go 4-2 and two at worst to hit it. In the, the West, there are four teams still alive for it. The Minnesota Timberwolves need to go one and four, one and three at worst. The Thunder need to go three and two. The Clippers need to go four and two. But the Nuggets need to go four and one, uh, four and zero. Oh. They need to win the next four to hit the forty twenty rule. Yeah. So if you're a believer in that Phil Jackson rule, the Nuggets are dangerously flirting with it. That's true. Yeah. So good, good insight there. 
keep the. I mean, I love the Nuggets. They're my Western Conference team. I'll root for them over anyone. But like, I'm kind of worried, you know. Yeah. They uh, obviously they came into Boston, smacked the Celtics, ended our home winning streak, whatever. But they they shown some signs of kind of not taking these lesser teams seriously. And if they get matched up in the second round with let's say like the Thunder or the Timberwolves or Clippers, like who knows what's gonna happen there? Yeah, true. Um, I'd also say another surprise is the Kings because last year they were the third seed and. You would have expected them to, you know, yeah. stay up there or improve, and they've kind of fallen off a little bit. Like they're getting closer to the the plan than they than they are, or they're in the plan, but they're getting closer yeah. to the bottom of that than they are to the playoffs. So, yeah, I mean, shout out to the Warriors notching themselves in the plan. Finally, they're outside it for a while. Now they have a nice two and a half game lead on the Jazz. I know it looks a lot nicer, like eleven to. You know, six, yeah. then like 13 or 14 to six. But. Yeah. This, like, this 10 in the West should be the playoff teams. Like, if any of the 11 through 15 make the playoffs, sorry, Jazz fans, but like, kind of disappointing. Yeah. No, yeah. They, I think those 10 right now. And let me just say this I said it before, but if you're in the first round, if you make the, the play in and make the playoffs, like, you have a legitimate chance to go to like the Western Conference Finals. In oh opinion. yeah, because the Timberwolves and Thunder, like they're good, but they're young. Like they're weak one one and two seeds, yeah. in my opinion. So you win that, and then guess who you're playing? Like, guess you're playing like the Nuggets or the Suns. Nuggets or the Suns. Which, like that's a terrifying. Nuggets, second round. Nuggets are terrifying, <laughs> but the Suns, like I don't know, maybe there's a legit path though. There is. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Like like. I would probably say the other way is probably a little easier. You play like the Thunder, and then you play the Clippers second round. Yeah, like that's probably a little easier um, rather than going through the defending champs. But um, I mean, gotta give the Timberwolves some respect. They are very physical on defense. Yeah, like playing them in the seven game series will drain you. So even if you do get them, like I think any of those playing teams could beat them, but I think they would get drained for the second round. Yeah, so. Just some some spots there. We'll see what happens to the Pelicans and Mavericks. I kind of feel like they're going to drop off a little bit. Like they've been healthy pretty much all yeah. season. You never know what could happen there. Yeah. Um, Mavericks started off hot. Like last year, they cooled down. They didn't even make the play in. So anyway, that's kind of the um, picture there for the NBA. Um, Want to get into an NBA All Star now? Yeah. Okay, let's do it. So, Embiid and Randall got uh, injured, so they needed some replacements. We'll start off with that. And, this is some bull crap. And Corey's not happy about it, but. How does a guy who is 17 games below 500 make an all-star game? Or a guy, Trey Young, I'm not even mad about the Trey Young pick. Yeah. But he's still seven games below 500. Adam Silver, how do you pick those guys over a third guy from the Celtics like Kristaps Porzingis, who's having an all-star caliber year, cooking people, and they're six games above everyone else in the league? The gap between one and two is as big as the gap between two and the play-in. Well, let me just say he skipped out on the Nets. What about Mikel Bridges? That is true. Like, 
Scotty Barnes and Mikel Bridges, like their stats are pretty similar. Like just saying, like he went, he went. Okay, he. Okay, I got did did even Jimmy or Bam got it. Bam right? got so, it. So I got Bam. Okay, Magic Ben Caro. The no Bulls. one on the Bulls. No one. Yeah, he's like okay, skip the Bulls. Oh, Trey Young. Okay, yeah, skip the Nets. Oh, Scotty Barnes because of the, the because his head yeah. coach said he's the future of the league or whatever. Yeah, it's come like, on, man. I I I do agree with with Corey on this, but I also don't agree with. The six, the Celtics should have got another star, but why wouldn't they? You had four All Stars all those years. I know, but you. Look I've already proven the numbers to date it. I know the Celtics team statistically wins wise is very similar to the Warriors teams of the past. So they got yeah. Draymond in with triple hey, singles as the average. Hey, but but Draymond's like, yeah, he's a rock solid defender. It's the yes, who else is a rock solid defender? Derek White. Okay, well, I'm saying, like, you had, like, Gobert in the All-Star game. Yeah. Why? Because his defense. Yeah. Like, why do you have, maybe, like, I can say Bam this year. Because his defense. Defense. So you have, like, there's players that get in because of their defense. So if yeah. you're the best defender, like Draymond well, was. A complete package. I'm Draymond was a facilitator and played defense. Yes. That's why he got in. But I'm, I'm just saying, like. He had two elite skills. I'm just saying to put other people ahead of him. Like, what elite skill does Trey Young have besides Scoring the basketball. Yeah. No, yeah. Shooting, scoring. Like, it's just for the show. Like, like what elite skill does Scotty Bonds have? Yeah. Derek White and Chris Asperzingas both have more elite skills than both those players. No, I agree with you. And the fact that the Celtics, who have the best record by far, four games up on everyone in the league, and they don't get a third all-star, and they get the same as the freaking Los Angeles Lakers, who are in the ninth seed out west. Yeah. Like. But, yeah, you have to understand, like, it's a show. So, it's like, what show aspect does Derek White and Porzingis bring? Like like they're great players but they're not Porzingis like, is literally called the unicorn. No, I That's a show. Okay. I know I know like the unicorn whatever, but it's like at the end of the day what does he do? It's like pick and pop, like bat download like dunk on people, swat people, play defense, like kind of everything. But I can post argue, them up. But I can argue that Scotty Barnes is a more exciting player. No, he's not. Shut up. Get out of here with that. What? You want that guy on the... I'm just saying, like, those are... Like, okay, and I can say the same There are some thing. things I'm not going to say. I can say the same NBA thing. fans know what Scotty Barnes' reputation is, but, but, but no. I can, I can say the same no. things for the, your Warriors argument with the four. Like, Clay, what did he bring? Shooting. Like, shooting. So it's like, he's going to put on a show, light it up, he can get a Clay here. Yeah. Like, back in the day, like 60 points, like 37 and a quarter. Like, Draymond, right? Like... He's a show. Like, he brought, like, the whole Kevin Hart thing. Like, the the three-point thing. Like, doing that. And, like, antics on the court. Yeah, like, I agree. So, it's like... I'm not so arguing like, the Warriors didn't deserve but four. I'm, they no, did. But I'm just saying, like, that's, like, what it is. The All-Star game is a show. So, it's Chris like... Chris Porzingis is the show. Uh, I don't know about Watch that. some Celtics games. He is the show. I don't think people are like, oh, well, I want to go see Chris Porzingis. No one wants to go see Scotty Barnes. I think there's more people that... Are like excited about a young player that has a lot of upside. We're like KD said, "Oh, he's going to be like great." Like when you have like players like that and getting attention, like I don't know. I understand why the NBA would put Scotty Barnes in for those reasons and the fact that he's like the only player from like Canada, like representing that whole country. So I do understand their. Who pick- cares? But it's like okay, but it's like oh, Derek White, role player, like. Wow, he's really good, but he's. Like, I can understand the Derek White snub. You know, I can understand putting Trey Young above him, 
But the fact that Scotty Barnes made up with Chris Epsterzingas is a crime. See, like, I don't... A crime. He's 17 games below 500. I don't care about that. I don't know if it's a crime. Scotty Barnes has the high, higher usage, more touches. He's getting the number one reps. Yes. Yeah. And he's putting up similar numbers to KP. No, yeah. I know. Chris Epsterzingas is the third option on the Celtics. Exactly. And he's putting up the same numbers as Scotty Barnes. I know, but you turn on the Celtics to watch. And he's winning. Who do you turn on the Celtics to watch? Right now, it's Chris Epsterzingas. No. No. Chris Epsterzingas is really fun to watch. <laughs> I'm no. addicted to Tingus Pingus. <laughs> I know you are as a Celtics fan. Because he is the show. But for everyone else in the league, whatever they think of the Celtics, they think of two players. And You're those are wilded. the two players that are You're in the You're wilded. Game. I'm just this saying. This may be your worst take ever. I'm just saying. It's not the worst take nah, ever. No, this is your worst take ever. No. Because if you're saying. You're if, telling me you people would have watch Scotty Barnes. If you're saying similar numbers and I have a chance to pick the third option on the team or the first option. Third option on the best team by far. I Whatever. He could be the greatest team in history. The third option on that team that's putting up similar numbers to a young star on a team that represents a whole country that has more, like, athleticism and show and highlight. Like, he's – I mean, I haven't really apparently watched Porzingis enough, but I've watched some Scotty Barnes stuff, and, like, he's put some people on posters as well. So – I don't think it's a crime, like you're saying. I think it's like they went like this. They said, Chris Tops, Scotty Barnes, this, that, this, that. And they picked someone that could have more of a show, impact, more ratings, and stuff like that. So it's a smart move by the NBA show-wise. Scotty Barnes is 22. Exactly. He's young. Porzingis is 28, so that's six years difference. That's not even that much. Chris Stapps had his time to shine when he was young. Now is the time to shine. 28 is the prime in the NBA. He had his time LeBron to... didn't win his first ring until he was like 28. Well, Giannis like, didn't hey, win his first ring until he was 28. Steph didn't win his first ring until he was like usually, 27. Usually when like you, like you get drafted and you're like high, like yeah. Chris Stapps had the same thing. But then they shipped him off to Luka Doncic and he stood in he the corner. He got hurt. Because he was standing in the corner not doing anything. He got hurt on the, the Knicks and then traded. When he was healthy, he was playing well. When Luka passed on the ball. I know. And then finally he's on a winning organization and he's thriving. I know. So maybe the same you thing. You can't will, tell me. Hey, but maybe the same thing will happen to Scotty Barnes. But Kristaps got his shot to shine and he got hurt. So this is the same exact thing. Scotty Barnes, at his young age, is getting his time to shine. We'll see what happens. So that's all I'm saying is that I understand by the numbers, by all this, but, like, as a show, as an NBA perspective, they want more money. And who's going to bring in more money? 28-year-old Chris Tapps Porzingis, the third option on the team, who's got injured all these years and shipped around to two other teams. Or do you want a young Scotty Barnes, who Kevin Durant says he's going to be insane, who... Kevin Durant was just being nice. Who has a high upside and everything, and who's like actually decent as a player. Like he's only going to get better. Chris Stapps, The only Chris reason Stapps, the only reason why Scotty Barnes is doing it is because the Raptors are the only Canadian team. That's the only no, valid argument. No, if we're taking the other out ones are too. if we're taking out the Canada argument, everything else goes away. Side Porzingis is better. I can say Canada. I can say young rising star, like. That the future of the NBA, like future kids, like are them to watch rather than 
Kristaps stops Porzingis. Like that is a total valid ar- argument. No, kids these days would much rather watch Kristaps Porzingis <laughs> post people up and cook people and pick and pop than Scotty Barnes. Okay, okay, I like that. I like that. <laughs> That's wild. Anyway, that is your worst take of all time. Okay, okay. <laughs> Seventeen games below five hundred. That's some bull crap. <laughs> if he option. wasn't the only team Even in Canada. Fourth option. If he wasn't the only third team in Canada. Fourth, fifth option. No. I'll give him the third option. But He's probably the second option at this point. Oh. Over the highest paid player in the NBA? Ooh, no. Sue me. Sue me. He might be better than Jalen Brown. Or De- Derek White, too. <laughs> I low-key would have taken. <laughs> I'd take Derek White. Come on. Let's not be. I look, you think Porzingis is also a game over Jalen Brown. They chose Derek there White said over it. Marcus Smart and Brogdon. Yeah. He's, Derek White's a dog. He's better than Porzingis. I can say that. And you no. know that's true. Oh, my. Watch a Celtics <laughs> game with Porzingis and watch a Celtics game without Porzingis. <laughs> Night and day are offense. Gonna, I'm going to get you some... Some Night gl- and day on offense. I'm going to make you a glizzy that's Tingus Pingus. Tingus Pingus imprinted on it. Hey, when Tingus Pingus <laughs> brings me Banner 18, I'll eat that glizzy all day. <laughs> We're going to have a Tingus Pingus glizzy, <laughs> glizzy uh, cookout. I don't care. He's bringing us Banner 18, and that's all I care about. That's all Adam Silver should <laughs> okay. care about. It's winning. I sure hope so. I sure hope so. Okay, if they win, then you can come and beat me down with this. With this. <laughs> Hey, take. just saying, I don't know if you saw it, this morning, they announced, we, the owner of the Celtics announced, they're doing a docu-series on the Celtics <laughs> this year. Last dance style, it's all coming together, it's happening, doing the Celtics that. are going to win a ring, we're getting a docu-series, and it's going to be amazing, and Tingus Pingus is going to be the star. <laughs> Starring Tingus Pingus. Our second best player, probably. <laughs> the supporting cast of Tatum and Brown. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Role players. Oh, it's all role players compared to Tingus Pingus. <laughs> and to do a donkey series before they win. That's crazy. Because <laughs> they know Tingus Pingus was the missing piece. And they gave us two first-round picks for it with him. That's the crazy thing. We got Tingus Pingus, the best player in the trade, and two first-round picks. I sure, I sure hope nothing bad happens to him. I sure hope. I pray I, every night. I pray, I pray, pray every night. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, that was good. Oh. Anyway. Anyways, congratulations to Trey Young and Scotty Barnes. <laughs> have fun on Indianapolis. Yeah, have a great time. Um, anyway, let's get into... The actual game and the picks of who we think will win. So, Dano came in clutch last week and smoked me in the bets. So now it's 1-0, 1-1, I mean. Um, we got a lucky win there. I know. So now we're getting to our bets. We're going to do similar to what we did last year where we go through the five main events and we're going to do kind of a, a draft if needed for the dunk contest and the uh, three-point shootout. Yeah. Um, but first of all, I'll be the skills challenge. The teams are Team Pacers with Tyrese Halliburton, Benedict Mathurin, Miles Turner. Team Top Picks with Paolo Bancaro, Anthony Edwards, and Victor Webinyama. And Team All-Stars, all I put in quotations because they're all three not real All-Stars, um, with Scotty Barnes, Tyrese Maxey, and Trey Young. So, Dana, you get the first pick. Who do you think is winning the skills competition? Yeah, so these are always interesting because sometimes you have players that just go out there <laughs> and make a... <laughs> Like it's a circus. Like they missed all their little layups. Who was that last time? 
they like got out. You know what I'm talking about? They got out. They couldn't make a layup. I think I, they think just I watched the purpose. skills challenge. Anyway, it happened like a couple of years ago. It was funny. But anyway, you don't know if they're like actually try or just make a yeah. fool of themselves. So I don't know. I kind of like the – I kind of like the top picks. That's a good pick. That's yeah. probably who I was going to pick. Yeah. Just because you have Wemby. Like, yeah, the NBA wants Wemby to win. Yeah. Imagine the publicity of Wemby wins. Exactly. Um, I'm going to go Team Pacers for my pick. Okay. I think they got home court advantage. Tyrese is a dog with those passes. They got shooters. I think they're going to be more motivated to win in front of the fans. So I'm going to go Team Pacers. Yeah. That, is, that, so that means cool. Team All-Star, quote, unquote, um, doesn't get picked. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been like – those were what I was debating. Pacers are top picks. Yeah. Um, next we have the three-point. And I feel like – let me just say this. I feel like the three-point competition has gone downhill. No one really cares about this three-point contest. It's all about Steph or Sabrina. Exactly. So it's like – Which we'll, we'll pick them next. But uh, um, <laughs> but we, we do got to make some picks. Um, so I get a pick first for – honestly, there aren't many great shooters here. I, I feel like I got to go Dame. I don't feel like Dame's going to win because I don't think he's going to win back-to-back. But I got to go Dame. Yeah. That's a good pick. I'm not going to pick Cat because he already won. I'm going to pick Laurie Markkinen because I saw him last night put up a bunch of bricks from three. I bet – so I did draft picks or whatever, the little yeah. fantasy prize picks or whatever, and I picked him over uh, one-and-a-half threes. And he made one in the first quarter. I was like, oh, it's a lock. And then he, like, went on to miss, like, five in a row. I was like, I would stand up for him. I have my clay jersey on and everything. I'd stood up for him when he shot a three. I was like, bang. Sports betting makes things so much more fun. I know. It's fun. We need we need a league. <laughs> but anyway, he finally made his three after, like, five of them. And then made one in the fourth. I was like, phew. Yeah. But just to preface, yeah, don't pick Laurie Market in to win if you want a chance. Uh Honestly, I think it might be like I'm debating between Trey Young and Halliburton, but I think it's going to be Trey Young. Like he's been here a couple of times. He hasn't pulled through. He hasn't got what he's wanted. So I think maybe like the added, you know, all-star snub quotes, like mm-hmm. replacement. I think. Yeah, think that's, a, have it. that's a good pick. I mean, Trey Young's definitely probably the second best shooter on this list. Um, for my next pick. This may be a surprise. I don't know why. I'm, he's probably, I think, the lowest percentage on this list. But I'm going to go Donovan Mitchell. This feels like a random one Donovan could win. Yeah. If he heats, like, we all know what he can do if he heats up. Yeah. Like, I'm surprised Booker's not in there. But um, similar players. I'll probably pick next. I'll probably pick uh, Halliburton. So, we've got Trey and Halliburton. That's a good pick. Um. So now that who's left is Malik Beasley, Jalen Brunson, uh, Laurie Markkinen, Cat, and those those are the four. That's it. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go Brunson. I like Brunson. I like his shot. Uh, I think he has a little swagger to him, which you need to win the, the three point contest. So I'm gonna go Brunson. Okay. Okay. Um. Then I'll, I guess I'll go Cat, the reigning. Is he oh, the reigning? Dame no, won last. Never mind. Dame won last. Cat went two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good pick. So now I have to choose between Laurie Markkinen and Malik Beasley. I can't I, – I I think I saw Malik Beasley is like the second best odds to win. 
like wow. betting wise. So I don't know where that's I'd coming. Stay away from. I that. don't think Malik Beasley's winning, and so I think I'm going to give you Malik Beasley. I'm going to take okay. Lauren Markkinen. Okay, thank you for my because <laughs> I roasted him before. So yeah. Um. So there we go. Court Court got. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, Damian Lillard, Laurie Markkinen, Jalen Brunson. I got Trey Young, Halliburton, Cat, the big cat, and Beasley. Yep. So that should be good. Yeah. Now we got the real three-point contest, the one everyone cares about. Oh, yeah. Which people will go to war if certain someone wins. Um, oh, yeah. We go re- throw off the balance of basketball. So I'm going to do that already. Um, I'm going to pick Sabrina. No because way. I I know when I pick against Steph, he usually does good. So either way, like, I mean, there's no money involved in this, but it'll just be bragging rights. And then when Steph wins, uh, you know, we, everything can be at peace. So I guess. Give you a free win. For I, the thank you, thank you. I'll gladly <laughs> take the greatest shooter guy ever created over Sabrina. Oh yeah, I will gladly take that. Me too. I think Steph smokes her. I don't think it's very close. This is the sacrifice I have to make for this time. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> um, but to move on to a dunk contest, big news: we finally got an All Star in the dunk contest, Jalen Brown. Maybe it's because of docu series he wants to put on a show. Um, but <laughs> you wanna, he's participating in the dunk contest, our first like all-star since like Victor Oladipo, I think, in 2018. So, yeah. big news. He's here to save the dunk contest. Well, and Donovan, right? Was he in there? I think Donovan was in the same one, yeah. But yeah. I don't think he was an all-star at that point. That Maybe. was pre-all-star Donovan. Maybe, yeah. Um, anyway. But I think NBA fans, no matter what team you cheer for, you should be cheering for Jalen Brown. Because if Jalen Brown wins the dunk contest, that means more stars are going to do it. They're going to see he had a good time. If he doesn't get hurt, they're going to see that's kind of disproven, that myth. That's like, oh, the dunk contest gets you hurt. So if he plays well after the break, if he wins the dunk contest, if he has fun, then more stars will do it. Yeah. So if you're an NBA fan and you want to save the dunk contest, you need to cheer for Jalen Brown. Yeah, that's a good So with that, I'm picking Jalen Brown. There you go. Um... I'm gonna go with because I I watched some some highlights of him in in high school, so he, he could only get better. No way, Jaime Hawkins. No way, you love me, Mac McClung. I'm leaving. You, you gave me JB and Mac. Yes, it's raps. Yep, it's raps. Okay, okay. But I do respect the Jaime Hawkins take. He's gonna surprise he you. He has some filthy dunks in high school. I have seen a highlight clip. So like people first saw him the dunk contest, like what is this guy doing here? But like. He got some filthy dunks, so I do respect that. But Mac McClung I'm was born for the dunk contest. I'm leaving it off. I'm because I had to pick Jaime. I don't know if I if I picked Mac, you probably didn't pick Jaime. So I'm picking my winner. Oh yeah, because I'm not picking Jacob Toppin. No, yeah, Mister Nipitis. So Jaime, Jaime's gonna win. So that's all I'm going for. I'm going for the one out of uh, the, the many. Hey, good luck out there. But <laughs> thank you. Thank now you. JB Mac finals in the dunk contest is gonna go crazy. <laughs> both your guys are eliminated. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Um, and finally, we got uh, the the big game, which. It's funny. We don't really look forward to this as much as we do Saturday, but I don't know. I'll look forward to it. I think it's gonna yeah. be fun. But it's like I feel like Saturday is way more fun. Yeah, like it, it's just yeah. You just have more little things to cheer for rather than like one big thing. But yeah. 
Anyway, we got the East and West now. I think a shocker. Who's got to pick who? Yeah, like I, I'll pick the West. You can pick the East. There shocker. You go. <laughs> um, if I be honest, though, I think the West is gonna smoke the East, mainly because instead of replacing our main center with a tall guy, we replace him with Scotty Barnes. <laughs> so I think Anthony Davis, Jokic are gonna run house on go. our only center being Bam Adebayo. That's true. So I think Adam Silver made a mistake not picking that Whoa, true wait, center. Wait, what about Giannis? He's tall. Come I on, guess. Come on. I you guess. Forgot about Giannis. Still, we, we the East desperately needed an Embiid replacement, and they Adam Silver gave us Trey Young yeah. and Scotty Barnes. You got Giannis on. Uh, Davis, and then you have Bam on Jokic because uh, Bam already has a lot of experience with Jokic. So in the finals, yeah, getting cooked. Yeah, so <laughs> what, we want positive experience. I just said experience. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, That's true. I mean, to be fair, I don't think anyone in the league can guard Jokic. Hey, but if the East win, Scotty Barnes. <laughs> I I. I wish there was a prop out there for Scotty Barnes' minutes played because I would smash the under. I don't think he gets more than 10 minutes in the game. Over or under? 10.5. Over or under 7 points? Under. Smash the under. Really? I don't think he plays more than 10 minutes. Well, everyone's going to play, like, their share. That's what – well, that's what Doc – yeah, that's what Doc is going to do. Yeah, which that's a crime, which Doc Rivers is coaching the All-Star game. Yeah. Like, the fact that you can't coach two years in a row, so Joe Mazzula is disqualified, yeah. and then Doc Rivers just walks in there. Put in Tom Thibodeau. Come on. <laughs> Put in J.B. Bickerstaff. They have a better yeah. record. Bickerstaff, yeah. Like, I don't understand why they're signing the coaches before the All-Star break goes over. Like, the Cavs have a better record. Yeah, that's true. Like, give it to J.B. Bickerstaff and the staff. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't think Doc Rivers is going to play Scotty Barnes that much. So I think he yeah. smashes the under. What if they had, like, the worst like the worst teams coach in the All-Star? That would be funny. Get uh, Monty Williams. <laughs> Monty Williams and Greg Popovich. That'd that actually be fire. <laughs> That'd actually be fire. <laughs> Not even going to lie. The two <laughs> highest paid coaches in the league? Like, come on. <laughs> Oh my god. Monty Williams out there the, getting paid a mid level exception. The fact that Monty Williams got paid that much is a crime. Talk about crimes. Yikes. Well, anyway. It was a fun episode. Uh I got my, my stress out on that. Uh I still think you're wild, Danan. We love it. We love I'm excited it. for All Star Weekend. Be sure to tune into the festivities. It should be a fun time to see the best players of the league. Go at it. Have a good time. Oh um, yeah. So I'm excited. Yeah, it should be a good one. Catch it all this weekend, and that's going to do it for us on Four Wins in June. We'll see you next time.